Hi, this is Patsy from Man Brain Podcast, and you're listening to Tokyo Munchies Podcast. Yum. Hey guys, welcome back to the Japanese. <laughs> We're not even going to worry about editing that. We'll just continue. <coughs> hey, yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to another Tokyo Munchies podcast. And to kick this podcast off with, on this special occasion, we've just survived another interesting typhoon season. Uh, it was about as interesting as watching the grass grow. And being that I live in Japan and I have a very small garden. Uh, which is shaded by huge buildings, the grass actually doesn't really grow. So, what I've done instead is gone to the handy Hakoen shop. Hakoen, it's a、uh, 100 yen. But don't be fooled by that. 100 yen is like $1, so it's a $1 shop. But don't be fooled by that. They're still called the Hakoen shop, or they have different names like Daiso. We have Daiso in Australia now, which is really cool. And they have others called Kandu and Hakoen shop. But if you mitigate the fact that there's a tax in there, it's actually 108 yen. So it's a dollar and eight cents. So if you did what I stupidly do all the time and rock up in there with a dollar, going, oh yeah, I can buy a dollar's worth of instant noodles. And you get your instant noodles for a dollar, you go to the counter, you whack down your dollar, and they're like, uh, Sumasan, that's your guy. They're like,、uh, excuse me,、um, that's not correct. It's a dollar and eight cents. And I'm like, oh, really? Come on, man. It's like two weeks of payday. All I've got is a dollar. I just want five packets of instant noodles to last me till payday. But no, no, no. It's a dollar and eight. So the 100 yen shops, it's a dollar and eight cents. It's 108 yen. So remember that. Don't get caught like I do all the time because I'm just stupid. But on that point, back to the garden, back to the grass. So. Because the grass doesn't grow, I go to the 108 yen shop, the Hakuen shop, and I buy these little、uh, foot by foot plastic tiles of really, really bad quality AstroTurf. I wouldn't even actually call it AstroTurf, it's just fake plastic grass. And it's not even passable as grass, but it's better than walking around in mud in your garden, especially when you're doing a segment on walking in my garden with Kyle while sitting in the pool. So, <clears throat> back to the original point of this story is it's about as, in, about as exciting as watching the grass grow. So, it's about as exciting as watching my fake, cheap, beep, AstroTurf do nothing. But that's what's happening. So, without further ado, we're going to move on to the Tokyo weather. So, the Tokyo weather it is actually really, really, really nice right now. Temperatures topping out daytime, you're looking around about 27 to 29 degrees. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, I don't really care right now because I'm on my new smartphone. Shameless plug for the Samsung Galaxy SC10. Oh, girl, you rock. But Tokyo weather, we're topping out at around about 27, 29 to 27 degrees during the day, dropping down to a very comfortable 18 to 19 at nighttime. It's very, very nice. It's still passable for beach weather, actually. Because you've got the weather reports, like it's 27 is the actual degrees from the Meteorological Society, but 
they always have the real feel, and so like, oh, it's 27, de- 7, 27 degrees today, but real feel, 29. Man, last time I had a real feel was probably back in 1929. Ah, it's a terrible joke there. Anyway, so Tokyo weather, it's uh, very clear, it's, a, it's some slight cumulus nimbus floating around up there. The gentle breeze, the typhoons have seemed to left us, left us alone for a little while. So it's actually really nice right now. If you're into skateboarding or surfing or just being out and about in general, any type of sports, I play tennis, I skateboard, I snowboard. Right now is the perfect time to be out there with the Tokyo weather and enjoying it because it's bloody fantastic, mate. Um, on that point... I'm going to continue on to the next segment, which will be walking in my garden with Kyle while sitting in the pool. So we'll go for a quick walk right now. I'll stand up. Here we go. A bit of a swing there. So starting from the uh, sliding glass door and circling the perimeter. Here we go. To the left here, a collection of pots from last year. Um, I have a pretty successful stash of patchouli growing right now. I'm not sure if I'm going to harvest it. I'm just going to probably just let it grow because it looks nice. The mandatory rubbish pile in the corner. There's last year's swimming pool. I've got a new one now. There's a broken umbrella. We'll keep walking around here to the other side. I'll have a look over the fence. Hang on. Look over the fence. Yep, no one's pissing over my fence right now. That's okay. That's nice. (laughs) On that note, though, yesterday when I was out at my front door, again at the front door, I don't know why people feel it's necessary to abuse the front door. I was just sitting outside on my skateboard, having a a drink and checking in the news, and I hear this, hear some footsteps coming up close to where my front door is. There's a car park next to my front door, by the way. And all of a sudden I hear is, and there's old mate, chundering his guts out, just throwing up all these instant noodles all over the show. So that's very Aussie, so I'll... I'll break that down to you for international English. So, as I was sitting outside, this random dude decides to come into the car park right up to the corner, which is located very close to my front door, and proceeded to throw up all the instant noodles, all the ramen, whatever he scoffed, and beers and whatever whatever was going on, and proceeded just to throw up within a couple of meters of me into the car park near my front door, and I can hear it all. Ah, so one thing I miss about Australia, like I can walk out my front door in Australia totally butt naked, see a kangaroo, say g'day mate, how you going, Uh, throw a couple of rocks, and there's no one, but here random people think it's okay to bend down, pull the pants down, snap one off on your front doorstep, have a throw on your front doorstep, or take a piss on your front doorstep, they think that's totally fine, so that's just... Really unnerving for me. Anyway, back to walking in my garden with Carl. So, we're over here by the door. We're swinging by past the lone Camilla tree. You're doing pretty nice there. I'll give you a bit of a shake. Yep, you've already done your flowers for the season. Uh, maybe some more coming. Oh no, actually, yep. The winter bloom's coming on. Um, we'll proceed over here. The new pool has been packed up because it's getting too cold to swim in it. Hello, Mr. Pool. Into the corner here where the fern was. And, um,. Yeah, in between uh, the neighbours totally destroying my garden and uh, 
the wife just thinking that my favorite phone is something to be cut up and thrown away like a child's toy and my kids just destroying it as well the phone has pretty much been fernalized <laughs> it's it's sayonara fern san it's bye bye mr fern there is some remnants of it i'm gonna put a fence up around this and instruct anybody that do not touch my phone if you do touch it you'll be sentenced to smackings of Japanese candy. So, away from the fern, oh, past the clothesline, into the other corner. There's nothing really happening over there. Over the other corner here, there's nothing happening over there. Oh, it, actually, there's something happening here, near our trusty air conditioning unit. I actually, for the first time ever, living 10 years in Japan, I bought a hose. I think this is a special moment. Kyle from Tokyo Munchies, bought a hose. I bought a hose. And it may seem like a trivial thing to you, but it's actually not quite, it's not that easy to buy a hose in Tokyo, trust me. It's crazy. I can find the adapters in the my favorite Hakuen shop, like the adapter to plug it into the tap. And it's not your standard tap either, it's just like a little silver, silver thing with a little remote. So you have to buy this little plastic adapter with three screws and try to work out how to Hook that on there with a the little rubber grommet so it doesn't spray everywhere. So I managed to get one of those. And I thought, obviously, if you sell a hose attachment, so you've got to sell a hose. But no. No. I went to maybe five or six different 100 yen shops to try to find a hose. I don't care how long it is. I just want a fucking... I just want a freaking hose. And nah, no hose. But with a little bit of luck, and actually, I'm going to check this out right now. With a little bit of luck, I went back to the original place where I bought the hose connector, and they're actually selling hoses in there. And I was like, oh my god, you're selling a hose. That's incredible. And the hose is approximately 75 centimeters long. <laughs> Which, I don't know for all you uh, 420 crew out there, 75 centimeters long, probably gonna get you through a cup, through six months of um, fun with your OJ, OJ bottle. Your, your in Australia, your ice break bottle. <laughs> so, but it's pretty much useless, 75 centimeters. So I had to buy two of them and I had to buy another adapter just so I could reach into the pool, so I could be in the pool talking to you about walking my garden with Kyle in the pool. So now I have a hose and I have a locked gate and it's my in my massive garden so no one can cut off lengths of my hose during the night, it's safe. So I don't want my hose touched, put that back over there. While we're over here in the back corner of the garden, um, the new addition to the family of the hose. Also, the new addition to the family is the rosemary plant. I don't know about you, but I love rosemary. It's some special, magical herb. And we're not talking 420 here, guys. We're talking cooking. We're talking food. We're talking just basically aesthetically looking, good-looking plant. I was wandering down in Shimofuri. And there's a nice little nursery shop there, little gardening shop there, selling all types of plants and uh, $300 watermelons. And I spied that they had rosemary there and the edible type. So I had a bit of a stroll over there, said g'day to the Japanese guy who runs the stall. And he's like, oh, where are you from? Oh, Australia, nice. My daughter is in Australia. She's in Perth right now for a holiday. And then me and him just hung out for like 30 minutes with him showing me pictures of his daughter holidaying in Perth in Australia and which is really nice he was a really nice guy but in the at the end of it I eventually got myself this rosemary bush 
and it cost me seven dollars and it's a decent sized bush it's a nice sized rosemary bush and it's nice because it looks nice and I use it for cooking all the time so that's pretty much walking in my garden with Kyle but while we're on the subject of the rosemary bush I was just wasting time binge watching YouTube videos as we all do now because it's a good place to just kill a kill most of your day I found this really cool cooking segment called don't season the steak season your board and I thought that's interesting let's have a look so I found this really cool channel I'll try to get the link and put it into the um, notes so I can share this because this guy is really cool and he explained it very simply what to do so he explained to you don't season your steak season your cooking board or your chopping board and you after you've cooked the steak then you put it on the cooking board chopping board cooking board and you season it there <coughs> pardon me and that was partially the reason why I wanted the rosemary plant for so this guy is like okay he's got his steak cooking he's got his chopping board out he's like okay we're gonna get some rosemary put some rosemary on there chop it up nice and fine we're gonna mince some, to, uh, mince some garlic up on there nice and fine put on a couple of slices of butter um, a, a bit of cracked pepper, a bit of salt, a bit of lemon juice. <clears throat> and this is like looking like really good because this is Tokyo Munchies podcast and I love munchies but I cook a lot too so I love to cook. And he's cooked his steak and then he's put his steak on the chopping board and sliced it into like bite-sized pieces and then cubed it and then proceeded to like uh, knead it and mix it all on the chopping board and let it, let it rest and then served it on a heated plate and god damn it looked good and I tried it and oh my god I'm never going back to the old-fashioned way of seasoning a steak before you cook it I'm gonna cook all my steaks and then season them on my board so it may be something I can link into with the Tokyo Munchies because we're gonna do a lot of stuff with Japan ramen box too so there's a lot of things in here to work with anyway so this is the Tokyo Munchies podcast. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for having me again. That was the Tokyo weather. That was walking my garden with Kyle. That was some unnecessary carry-on about seasoning your chopping board, not seasoning your steak. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. And after that, we're going to talk about what's new in Candyland in Japan. Have a good one, and I'll see you after this. Peace out. Hello dears, my, my, my husband used to always ask me, how is your taint so fresh and so sparkly and clean? Well the secret is I use Big Rig Meek Hot Wax daily, a daily application of it upon my taint makes it fresh as a daisy and it tastes lovely. All the boys down the road always compliment me on the freshness and the cleanliness of my taint. I'm, I'm a British grandmother, I'm 94 years old, and I'm not really sure what you Americans mean by taint, but I'm assuming it's the place between my A-hole and my prison wallet, as you so subtly put it. But yes, I'm a firm believer in the big rig mig hot wax, and I will use it every day. Regardless of how clean my taint is, it's never clean enough without a good, 
thorough scrubbing and a solid application of Big Rig Mick Hot Ones. Thank you, Big Rig Mick. I don't know who you are. I'm assuming you're a nice Mexican gentleman. And kisses from Granny in London. I love you. I'll see you next time when I reorder. Thank you, dears. And enjoy a cup of tea and a special plate of spotted dick. Have a great afternoon. They mostly come at night. Mostly. <laughs> yes, they do mostly come at night. Mostly. And the reason why they mostly come at night for is we're into the full swing Halloween candy now in Japan. <clears throat> it's crazy. Nearly every single product you could possibly imagine has been、uh, reformed for the Halloween season. We're talking pumpkins, we're talking witches, we're talking vampires, we're talking skeletons, we're talking werewolves, we're talking just straight out. Thank you for selling your engine right now. We're talking just straight up Japanese candy being totally Halloweenified. Oh, I'm going to coin that term hashtag Halloweenified. Halloweenified. Hashtag Halloweenified Tokyo Munchies. Yeah, boy. New word in the house. Oh, maybe. I'll have to check、uh, online to make sure no one else has、uh, termed that terminology before. But yeah. And it's awesome, man. Everything you could possibly imagine has the coolest Tokyo,、uh, the coolest Halloween、uh, packaging you could possibly imagine. All the artwork is fantastic. Everything's looking great. On top of that, you have all the really cool Halloween Kit Kat flavors which are coming out. You've got like spicy pumpkin, you've got like creamy. Uh, sweet potato flavors. There's a lot of really, really unique, awesome Japanese Kit Kats which are coming out right now for the Halloween season. And they will continue into obviously the winter season with more flavors. As we mentioned earlier in the previous podcast, our store was closed down and we we're building a new one, so we have to build it all from scratch. So please bear with us for another couple of weeks to a month before we can get it all up and running. But it will be back. Probably similar to what it was before, but、um, hopefully a lot different artwork wise and also price wise. I made a lot of mistakes with the previous shop by setting all the prices at the US dollar mark, and I was horrified <laughs> to hear from my parents when they jumped onto the store to buy a Munchies pack, which retails for. $49.99, that's including shipping, or $29.99 plus、uh, $19.99 shipping worldwide. I had that set as the American rate on my store, but there's a currency converter, and I just thought, yeah, that's fine. I'll just set it at the American dollar rate, even though I'm an Aussie. I don't know, use American dollars. But yeah, I found out after three years, my mother said to me, like, really? Like, we wanted to buy a lot of candy off you, but. We're not paying $71, $72 for a box of candy from Japan. So I didn't realize, like, all you poor people out there, I didn't realize that. Oh, all the Australian guys out there, I'm really sorry, I didn't realize that when you buy that and you go to the shopping cart and it converts it to Australian dollars, what should have been $50 shipping included just suddenly went to $70 plus. And I'm like, oh my god, I didn't know that. Ah, rookie mistake, rookie error, but well, that's life, that's business. You make mistakes and you learn. 
Uh, sometimes it takes you two to three years to learn, but that's the that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Walter Cronkite, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Anyway, so we're not going to make the mistake this time. With the new store launching soon, all the prices on the store will be in Japanese yen, and there's a currency converter on there. So when you click on that, it'll convert it to your currency, and it'll be a lot cheaper. So you can get your munchies pack for that price which I thought you were originally buying it for not for $70 in Australia or anywhere else in the world you're getting it for around about $30 to $50 depending on where in the world you live so everything's going to be a lot cheaper a lot better um, I've been doing a lot of graphic design study recently so there's going to be a lot of cool new artwork going up on the shop just wait for it, it's going to come, it's going to come very soon so as I said they mostly come at night. They mostly... All this new Halloween stuff. I'm probably going to miss the boat on it. I can get a lot of this stuff and keep it and probably sell it. But you won't be able to get it by Halloween. You can get it after Halloween. But if you're still interested in the cool packaging and the cool flavors, be sure to drop by and check it out and grab some if you want. But with that being said, talking about Tokyo Munchies, I just want to touch base on this Apple Cola, Apple Coca-Cola phenomenon, which is sweeping the world recently. That's crazy, man. Like, I walked into my local supermarket and I saw these huge cases of apple-flavored Coca-Cola. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I should get some of that and sell that. And then I jumped online and checked it out a little bit. And the same day they released in Japan, they released it in Hong Kong as well, and it sold out with within the hour the whole stock of apple flavored coca-cola was gone in hong kong within the hour and i'm pretty sure it's going to be the same thing here in japan so i'm going to do the recon mission the sniper mission the acquisition mission tomorrow and try to get as much apple flavored coca-cola as possible to have in stock and then i'll put it up in the shop and pass on to you guys um it will be marked up slightly higher than what you'd expect to pay for a bottle of Coca-Cola, but come on, this is apple-flavored Coca-Cola released directly from Japan and it's directly from Tokyo. Last year when I was selling the Tokyo 2020 Olympics Coca-Cola and the Rio 20... Oh, sorry. It was a Tokyo Olympics 2020 Coca-Cola aluminium slim bottle and they also had, at the same time, they had the Rio 2016 Olympics slim aluminium bottle Coca-Cola bottles. I saw them in my shop, in my supplier's shop, and I thought, yeah, that's pretty cool, that's pretty unique. I'll just get one or two and see what happens. Got home and checked it, and on Amazon it was crazy, and on eBay too. People were selling these bottles of Olympic edition Coca-Cola aluminium slim bottles, or, sorry, for you American people, aluminium slim bottles, empty, for $35 a bottle. I'm like, what the hell, man? Who's going to buy a bottle, an empty bottle of Coca-Cola for $35? And I thought, oh, well, I'll give it a shot. So I got a couple of bottles, and I put them in my shop, and I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it the proper retail way. I'm going to sell them full. So you get a full bottle of Coca-Cola, and I'm... It's business, man. We gotta make money. We gotta think ahead, pay rents and whatever. So I thought, okay, I'll get a couple of bottles, good price. <clears throat> I'll sell them in my store, full of Coke, fifteen dollars a bottle, free shipping worldwide. And bang, bang, they're all gone. I was like, oh my god. So I went back to get more, but bang, they're all gone. So 
I'm gonna try the same thing again with the Apple Coke, but I'm not gonna sell you a plastic bottle of apple-flavored Coca-Cola for $15. I'm not gonna do that. I'll do it for around about probably five bucks, and I'll get as much as I can, and if I can't sell it, I'll drink it. I don't care. So that's one of the Tokyo Munchies things that's coming up. Um, there's gonna be a lot of really cool stuff coming up in the next few months, and all the Olympics stuff coming out too, all the limited edition stuff coming out with Japanese candy is going to be huge, it'll be crazy. So, I don't have really much more to talk about the munchies side of things right now, but I just wanted to let you know that Tokyo Munchies is coming back, and we're going to come back with a vengeance, with a vigor. It's going to be Banzai! Banzai Tokyo Munchie! Banzai! So, on the next podcast... Hopefully we'll have all the links up, the shop up, and I'll be putting all the links in the notes and in the descriptions and dropping it for you. And we're reaching out to some of our friends and sharing the love. We're going to go to another quick commercial break before we wrap this up because there's some other things I want to do before we end this podcast. So just wait a minute, have a listen to this guy, and we'll be back in a moment. This is a public safety announcement. If you are in the path of an oncoming super typhoon, please remember to do the following things. Number one, stock up on food, alcohol, cigarettes, and your necessary anime and comic book requirements. Number two, please remember to do the pants down safety dance. If you are unaware of the pants down safety dance, it's quite simply dropping your trousers and doing a bit of a jig in a circular motion. You can actually wave your hand in the air like you just don't care. It adds a bit of flavor to the dance. Number three, uh, curl up in the fetal position beneath a tree or a bridge or underneath a bike and just hope to high heaven that nothing bad will happen. And in all cases, just get some Japanese candy and have a damn good time. This is TokyoMunchies.Ticktail.com, signing off. So, we've pretty much almost caught up on everything which has been happening. Actually, not really, because there's a lot more to catch up on. But, um, this is the end of the podcast, because we're getting into overtime now, and it's getting a little bit late. The neighbours are going to be complaining, and they're going to start throwing cats at me. So, I just want to go to the shout-out section. Shout-out to my great friends at the Critical Thinking Podcast, Miguel Garza, Sean Douglas, Rick Lopez, Kyle Krempel, all the boys over there that do all the hard yards, bring in all the best news about comic books, movies, and nerd culture that you possibly want, with a hint of sarcasm and a hint of racism. Big shout out to those guys, go listen to the Critical Thinking Podcast, I'll be sending them some candy and some Japanese ramen, they'll be talking about that a lot, hopefully on their podcasts. Shout out to japanramenbox.com if you want a subscription service that delivers to you monthly unique Japanese flavoured ramen from all over Japan sign up to the japanramenbox.com subscription service you get small plan, you get four ramen a month you get the regular plan you get seven ramen a month, you get the family plan you get twelve ramen a month sign up to those guys today and if you're nice and you shout out Tokyo Munchies or if you post on Japan Ramen Box's Instagram, Twitter or Facebook pages, pick me and we will choose one special person out there and send you an extra special gift randomly. It might be a Pikachu plush toy which you gave away last month 
It might be a limited edition Coca-Cola bottle. It might be some other cool toy that no one's ever seen or heard about. So sign up to subscribe to japanramenbox.com today for all your goodness. Also go check out the Real Man Brain podcast. He's good value. He's in Boondle down in Brisbane. Love that guy. He's good value. And my other friend over at the Nerd of the Phone podcast. He recently launched a blog and it's a very insightful look on what it's like to build an online business when you get effed in the A and you lose everything and have to restart again. So go check out the Nerd of the Phone podcast and follow him on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, wherever he is. He's a nice guy too. So Tokyo Munchie signing off. This is Carl. Have a great day. Booyah!